0: like it is program and i'm apostle baker j baker who happens to be a doctor in psychology and today i am so so excited i get to have <coughs> the starter of love and unity on the program with me apostle eddie Mayestez, who is here today and we're going to talk about kingdom wealth part three there's some exciting things going on, and he is here to talk about it with me. So I want to welcome Apostle Maestes. Hi.
1: Hello. God bless you. It's good to be with you today. Yes,
0: I receive it.
1: You're I'm so ready for her, ready to have a good time,
0: right.
1: huh? <laughs> I said I'm ready to have a good time.
0: Yes, I am too. You notice that that they have their. You're a special guest.
1: See, you should always uh, make me your guess. special guest. When you make me your special guest, I could really be nice.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> we don't do nice; we do kind. So, since <laughs> okay, we're doing kind, okay. Um, I, I, um, last week we added some more things to your resume, and um, I want to talk today about some of the things that we're venturing into as the body of Christ and as, a, um, as two people that trust each other. I think that's one of the first levels of necessity in what we're doing as far as kingdom wealth goes. So here's some of the questions that I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you to help the people to understand the difference between wealth, which a lot of uh, Christians have, okay, Riches, which a lot of Christians have, and kingdom wealth, the kingdom of God wealth. So I'm going to let you go ahead and answer that part, and then I'll be back to talk to you some more.
1: All right. Well, first of all, what is wealth? What is the definition of wealth? It's not just having money, but it's having uh, every area of your life uh, that is producing peace and joy in your life. The Bible says the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. The greatest wealth we could ever have as a person is having peace and joy in our life uh, for our family, for ministry, for our assignments, that we enjoy a life that we are living on the earth because wealth is truly living what you are destined to live, fulfilling the destiny that God has already placed in your life now money is a different type of wealth money could be dirty it could be uh, evil it could cause people's lives to be destroyed it could cause riches in the wrong hands of people they use it for ungodly things unrighteous things or if money's in the right hands the bible says that money answereth many things in the book of uh, uh, Ecclesia. so i believe that Money is only evil based on the hands that it is in. If it's in good hands, it'll be used for good. If it's in bad hands, it'll be used for the wrong things. But God is wanting to bring wealth to the kingdom of God, not just in money, but in peace and joy. Have you ever wondered what is it going to take for people to come back to church again, come back to the house of God? because a lot of people have abandoned. I just heard a statistic the other day that at one time, America was up to 94% of the people believed in God. Right now, it is down to 80%. That means we've lost 14% of people that are believing in God today. Uh, And that's because the church has set a bad example of what kingdom wealth living is. Kingdom wealth living is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. And along with that, God provides what we need to fulfill our destiny, to fulfill our purpose. And our destiny is not just our calling or our assignments, but our destiny is to advance the kingdom of God in all the earth. And in order for us to do that, it's gonna take money, honey. (laughs) We can't do it without the money. You can pray all day long, thank God. We need people praying. I pray all the time. I just came back from praying. Uh, but it takes more than... Is
0: that, why is that why you're shining, so? Because you just came back from praying. <laughs> That's why you see
1: the glory all the over. Glory, the glory around
0: you. you know, take notice to that audience. There's a glow around him because he's been in there praying. So go Actually, ahead.
1: Actually, today in my prayer time, I was weeping before God. Uh, Something came over me today while I was meditating on the message I'm going to give tomorrow at the National uh, uh, Gathering. I'm going to be talking about forgiveness. Uh, But when a person is whole, when a person is sound, 3rd John says, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou would prosper and be in good health, even as thy soul prospers." So if you have money, but you don't have a prosperous soul, you're still in poverty. That's right. You have riches, but yet your soul is torn apart and you don't have the things necessary to live a life of peace and joy. And there's insecurity and there's fear, there's torment, and there's workaholic inside of you where you're constantly going, going, going just to be able to do the things that God wants, to do the things that you need to do to keep your business going and keep your wealth going, that's not a, a blessed life, that's not a wealthy life. That's that's the Adam, the first Adam's life, where you work hard until the sweat of your brow you can't sweat no more. But the <laughs> true wealth of a believer is a sonship where you don't have to work so hard, you just have to operate by the principles of God and God will bring the blessings. God will bring the prosperity. God not only brings us financial blessings, but he brings us spiritual blessings. He brings us soulish blessing. So I believe true prosperity, true wealth, doesn't only apply to material things, but it applies to spiritual things, and it applies to the soulish things of God as well.
0: You know, one of the things that I was looking at and that was Matthew 6.33 again. The, the longer I look at it, because he gave that to me in my very first beginning. And one of the things as it talks about is we seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Then all the earthly things, all the necessary things, all the natural things, that's the people uh, you talk about the government, you talk about people, and you talk about finances. Those are the three things that are necessary in order for us to do what we need to do. And so he's saying, as we seek the kingdom, what I'm hearing you say, as we seek the kingdom in his way of doing, which also is about relationships, you and I would not be able to take on the ventures and the things that we're doing together if we didn't have total trust one another. We joke and we do all of these things. Because we trust each other. We trust each other never to go too far. We trust each other to honor each other. We trust each other to respect each other. And even when we're not on camera, we still, we still, <laughs> we, we still honor each other. And we still uh, 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 have that. And we have that with other people also. And so talk to us about relationship and how important that is in building kingdom wealth.
1: Yeah, we talked about relationship a little bit on our Zoom today uh, that Robin had, uh, and it was really good. But you mentioned governments and finances. We're not talking about political governments. We're talking about spiritual governments that are the fivefold ministry gift, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. And true governments are not there to control your life or to be in hierarchy as better than anybody else. Those governments lay their life down as Christ did to be servants to the body of Christ so that they're properly equipped for the things of God till we all come to the unity of the faith and till we all have and are walking in the full measure or stature of Christ or the maturity of Christ. And that alone will bring us wealth and prosperity is maturity. Most people are poor today because they're immature. So, every them, go ahead.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I want to ask you a quick question. You mentioned something that just, whoa, it just kind of exploded. I want you to talk about, because we talk about there's no hierarchy, but there really is a hierarchy, which is God and his kingdom. Okay, but it's not man here in this earth. We don't, we don't lord over one another. But let's really talk about servanthood, because I think that people have the wrong interpretation when we say we as apostles are here to serve you. It does not mean I mean, does it or does it not mean that we're here to do things and to to do things that you want us to do in order for you to be happy with us? That Seem, I mean, Jesus was a servant, but he was not here, and he did not do things that just made people happy. So I'd like for you to really get into that because you and I share some children uh, in the spirit. We We share, I mean, we share a lot. But one of the things of it is, is this: I think people have a wrong interpretation of it. I think people have a wrong interpretation of tithing, as if that is a choice. If you're in the kingdom, they talk kingdom, but the kingdom and the kingdom ways means that you're in the kingdom you're under that theocratic rule which is higher than anything so any rate I'm- yeah in
1: the kingdom there's a theocracy not a democracy uh god is supreme over everything what he says goes it's his will be done not ours and there's no uh debating or arguing with god uh what god says is go, not because he's a god up there saying just do what i say and shut up no he's a god that loves us so much that he wants to be able to lead us into the path that leads to righteousness peace and joy his way is better than our ways because he's the creator of heaven and earth but to serve people that tell me they serve god and don't give their ties that's a lie that's a lie you can't serve God and not honor God with your finances and not honor God because where your treasure is, that's where your heart is at. So in your serving the Lord, you need to make sure that you are serving him with your finances. That's the true key of fi- of financial prosperity is serving him with your financing. I don't know what you're laughing about, but you better let me in on the joke after. <laughs>
0: i'm looking at the fact that i hear people say you know i was praying and i was so deep in prayer and i was in the holy of holies and god just spoke to me about all of these things and now we have such an intimate relationship but yeah but you're disobedient and 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 you're not you're not doing oh god's already said you know the time is not i can give my time and time i can do this instead i can do well this.
1: a lot of people serve god to look spiritual but not to be spiritual <laughs> there's a difference uh because i go and pray in my office for two hours i think wow glory i'm so spiritual but if i don't serve god in my finances if i don't serve god by serving people by doing my assignment in the local house of god and being faithful and being loyal servanthood is not saying i'm a servant servanthood has a lot of different things that go with it which is called faithfulness and loyalty and honor and respect when you serve with those type of things in your heart it causes your life to prosper look at the 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 three servants one was given a talent of one one was given a talent of two and the other one had given a talent of five, I believe it was, and what did they do? The one went and hit it, and the other two went and did something with it. So they took their grace gift, and they did something with it. But what did it say they were? They were faithful, faithful stewards over what God had gave them. So it's not just getting in your prayer closet and telling us how many scriptures you know. I hear people quote scriptures all the time, and they have no servanthood. They don't honor nobody. They don't do what they're supposed to be doing. They're they're, they're living in secret sin. They're causing problems all around their lives, and, and they don't get it. They constantly don't understand why their life is not prospering and why things are not getting better and why they keep getting into bad relationships and why they keep making mistakes and why does their life keep starting all over again? It's because they don't have that servant's heart
0: humility what part does humility play in this you know i, I i'm i'm kind of like moses you know moses says he was the most humble person in the world but i beat him on that and no okay <laughs> anyway in 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 the realm of humility humility is where the power is and then another thing i'm going to speak on and then you're going to uh elaborate on it, is this remember when jesus says how can you call me lord how can you call me owner and you don't do what it is that I've told you to do in the very beginning. And and I, I, I'm finding um, if you don't give people the accolades that they want or that they think they need, then there's a problem there. If here it is, you, uh, you know, uh, uh, things don't go the way that they think that they should go, then uh, God is not God. I have I have someone that I'm I'm. Um, I have people that i counsel i have people that that are are, that i I do therapy with and they're really angry with god and uh i mean more than just one but angry with god and they think that their anger with god is going to change god
1: well i'll tell you there's a lot of people i've been pastoring for 43 years people and i could take you two people who make the same amount of money who uh are bringing in the equal amount, and one owns a house one is out of debt one is at peace one is joyful then i'll take another one who's making the same money they're in debt they own nothing they're always broke and they're always in trouble why because one takes what god's given them and honors god with it and is humble with it and is clothed in humility with it and respects and honors the blessings of the lord so they could be a blessing and the other one all they're wanting is the blessings of god but they don't want to be a blessing not just with their money but with their faithfulness and with their loyalty and they're not changing they're not growing they're not maturing they don't submit to nobody they don't hold accountability i know that word submit is a word the church don't even talk about no more but it's a church that's that's part of humility humility is submission if you don't submit, you're not humble. And let me tell you, if you want more grace flowing through your life, if you want the blessings of God, the key to it is humility, and humility is submission. <laughs> I know it's a bad word to a lot of you because that word's been abused, I would admit. And I believe that some men of God have used that in a, in, a, in a, an abusive way. Submit to me. I'm the pastor of this house. No, no, no. You know submission comes from the heart of the person they choose to submit god doesn't even force us to submit it's by choice it's by will that we choose to submit to the will of god and to do what is right that is a humble person that's a person clothed in humility people tell me they're humble and i said but you don't submit to nobody you're not accountable to nobody you're never faithful and loyal to anything that's not a humble person. A humble person is faithful, it's loyal, it's accountable, it's honorable. They honor those who God has placed over their life. They're looking for authority. They're not running forth from authority. Humble people run to authority and people run away from authority.
0: I want you to elaborate on that. I like that. Now, that's a wow, okay? That's one of those things that I think that needs to be broken down because according to the book of Malachi, according to the word of God, you know, uh, God wants to bless us. God, God wants us to to walk in a corporate, a corporate wealth so that we can do. The corporate wealth should be more than Solomon ever had. No one individual will ever be as wealthy as as Solomon was or as rich or any of that as he was. But the corporate body of Christ will put those amounts and make it like Solomon made silver a common thing. It will make gold and diamonds such a common thing because of the wealth that God can trust his body to. He can trust with his kingdom Wealth and but there's things there's there's um, there's components that are so important in this and uh, we still have time oh yeah we got time we have time for you to elaborate on that I meant you you know uh, let me shut up so that you can
1: well Solomon was rich because he asked for wisdom and he got the wisdom of God in his life and we need to ask for wisdom. The Bible tells us that God will give us spiritual wisdom and knowledge and understanding. Pride rejects wisdom. Pride thinks they don't need nobody's wisdom, that they could do it all on their own. Uh, and that's a foolish man. A foolish man that thinks that the, one of the best things I've ever done in life is learn from people around me. Is to put people that know more than me around me so I can learn from them, grow from them, be accountable to them. Let them help me to become a better man, a better leader, a better father, a better apostle by putting wise people around you that are of a servant's heart, that have hearts of humility. And when you put people around that or you like that, you grow, you mature. And the more you mature, the more God can trust you with. The reason why you and I trust each other is because we're seasoned and we've been through all the, the lack of trust stuff and we've been through all the people that have done us wrong and we've been through all the nonsense and we probably did stuff that people didn't trust us about, made our mistakes and our failures, but we got through all that mess and we learned do it right, use wisdom, be honorable, be humble. Be respectful, have a servant's heart, do it the right way. And when you do it right, and you sense someone that's seasoned like that, I think what causes us to trust is that we're seasoned enough to know that the junk's been hammered out of us, hallelujah, and that we have grown to find out the best way to life is to do it God's way and be humble and be submissive and be honorable towards one another. And that's where we build our trust to one another.
0: You know, remember on Thursday night at the Convergence in um, Ontario, when God had me to, uh, when I, I received the offering, when I was to do my teaching before the offering, one of the things that he gave me was wisdom. And he had me to break to break it down. Uh, I guess you call it an anagram or whatever it was, whatever you, you call it. But, you know, using all the initials, W-I-S-D-O-M, and talking about what that is, and we broke that thing open, and I, I think that that was one of the things that um, uh, one of one of the things I'm I'm always saying to the Lord, I want your wisdom, your knowledge, and your understanding. And so um, there's the things that He has me doing with wisdom. I broke that open, and then but the knowledge and the understanding He's doing the same thing with, and also the word kingdom. So he's, he's uh, when it, as it comes towards wealth. And so as we break these things down, when we do our kingdom wealth programs, when we start that, these are some of the things that we're going to do as we open it up. But if you were to speak to business people right now, or, uh, oh, I want to make an advertisement for right this moment. Apostle Eddie is going to be speaking tomorrow uh, on a zoom. I'm speaking to fivefold ministry people and. Please look on the website, love-unity.org and uh, check it out because not only is he going to be doing the speaking, I'm going to do the moderating and I'm going to be really kind and sweet. But at any rate, he's we're going to talk about, he's going he's to talk. I'm
1: going to put on the baser look, not the gene look. Hallelujah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The gene is the gracious gift of God. <laughs> I didn't mean for that to go up, but uh, on, on the thing, you can take that down, Frederick, please, please take it down. Um, um, what I'm going to do, what I'm going to do tomorrow is to be able to open it up so that people will be able to, to, uh, you know, he's going to open it up so that people are able to see and to understand what's going on so that they can, that we can transition, we can move into what it is that needs to be moved into. So you know,
1: talking about wealth, I found that the biggest hindrance towards people's getting wealth and keeping wealth is having a heart of unforgiveness where you become bitter offended hurt tarnished in your soul by people who ripped you off people that stole from you people that done you did you wrong because when you get into wealth people people do steal from you people abuse you people manipulate people do things that are ugly and sometimes It creates an anger, a bitterness. It creates resentment. It creates a lack of trust towards people. And you shut yourself off as a rich person that God has blessed. And you don't want to give no more. You don't want to trust no more because of the hurts and the unforgiveness in your heart. And it'll stop you from obtaining more wealth. It'll stop you from growing in the prosperity realm to be used for his kingdom. You can't let what people of the past have done to you to cause you to live in an unforgiveness because it'll stop the wealth. It'll stop the prosperity. It'll cause you to even sometimes lose everything that you have. And you don't want that to happen. So you got to keep your heart pure and not allow any of that junk to accumulate inside of your heart so God could continue to bless you and prosper you.
0: But how do people do that when they've lived with the way that they've lived and they've lived in this poverty mentality? Because that's what you're talking about when they've lived in this poverty mentality for so long and they don't trust themselves. They don't trust God. They don't trust themselves. They don't trust anything. And I know that you. I'm
1: talking about prosperous people that have had wealth that had they money, did good.
0: That's what I'm talking about, but yeah. they still got a poverty mentality.
1: They have a poverty soul uh and they have maybe money and they have material things and nice houses and nice cars but an empty soul and many times people have an empty soul because they've been hurt they've been manipulated they've been mistreated they've been stolen from uh some point some even to the point where they lost millions and billions of dollars by people they trusted and 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 tried to help matter of fact most wealthy people do not give to the church because they don't trust the church. They've been hurt by the church. They've been hurt by by flaky ministers. And uh, and so they don't give no more. Well, let me tell you, that's the worst thing you could ever do is stop giving towards the kingdom of God. That's to cut off your wealth. That's to stop it from happening. You don't let no devil stop you from giving. You got to forgive. You got to let go. You got to put that behind you and wash it out with the blood of Jesus and get back to a place so God could continue to bring wealth into your soul.
0: I love it when you get excited. I love it when you get excited. There's that little glow again.
1: That's my excitement. Hallelujah. That's
0: your, that's your, that's your excitement. You know uh, what are we going to? What are we going to open up for the people on our on our four, on our uh, uh, fourth show? because we're going to be back next week when we're here still telling it like it is. And we're going to talk, still talk about this wealth thing. So what are you going to open up? What are, what are we going, what can the people expect to, to walk into next week?
1: Uh, I'd really like to talk to people about stewardship. Okay. With integrity. Uh, okay. The more uh, integrity you have as an individual, uh, the more God could trust you with when it comes to wealth, when it comes to riches.
0: Uh, okay, we'll talk about that next week because our time is up, and Eddie. the owner of the network he hates it when you go over time. So
1: <laughs> I'll talk to him. If
0: you're right. I know, I know you will. This is this is Apostle Baker J Baker and Apostle Eddie Maestas saying goodbye for this week on the Still Telling It Like It Is, and we'll see you next week. Please join us. It's going to be powerful. Bye-bye.
1: God bless you.